Sometimes there is this tendency to compromise. You know, we are called to be a people of God, you know, consecrated to Him, but the people around us, the trends, you know, what we see in social media, we tend to, you know, like say, okay, you know, it's okay if I allow myself to go in this direction or, you know, like simply accepting things that we know that they are not right. And the Lord is calling us to stay, uh, to be holy as He is holy. And he's, he's granting us the grace to actually walk in that holiness and also pray for others when people are stumbling and having situations like that. We're going to see how we can pray and intercede and the Lord can bring restoration. So welcome to Living Life and to today's reflection. I know God is going to talk to you as every single day and it's good to have you here with us. Ezra chapter 9, verses 1 through 15. After these things had been done, the leaders came to me and said, The people of Israel, including the priests and the Levites, have not kept themselves separate from the neighboring peoples with their detestable practices, like those of the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, Egyptians, and Amorites. They have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves and their sons, and have mingled the holy race with the peoples around them. And the leaders and officials have led the way in this unfaithfulness. When I heard this, I tore my tunic and cloak, pulled hair from my head and beard, and sat down appalled. Then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of Israel gathered around me because of this unfaithfulness of the exiles. And I sat there appalled until the evening sacrifice. Then at the evening sacrifice, I rose from my self-abasement with my tunic and cloak torn and fell on my knees with my hands spread out to the Lord my God and prayed. I am too ashamed and disgraced, my God, to lift up my face to you, because our sins are higher than our heads, and our guilt has reached to the heavens. From the days of our ancestors until now, our guilt has been great. Because of our sins, we and our kings and our priests have been subjected to the sword and captivity, to pillage and humiliation at the hand of foreign kings as it is today. But now, for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us a remnant and giving us a firm place in His sanctuary, and so our God gives light to our eyes and a little relief in our bondage. Though we are slaves, our God has not forsaken us in our bondage. He has shown us kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. 
He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of our God and repair its ruins, and He has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. But now, our God, what can we say after this? For we have forsaken the commands you gave through your servants, the prophets, when you said, The land you are entering to possess is a land polluted by the corruption of its peoples. By their detestable practices, they have filled it with their impunity from one end to the other. Therefore, do not give your daughters in marriage to their sons, or take their daughters for your sons. Do not seek a treaty of friendship with them at any time, that you may be strong and eat the good things of the land, and leave it to your children as an everlasting inheritance." What has happened to us is a result of our evil deeds and our great guilt, and yet, our God, you have punished us less than our sins deserved, and have given us a remnant like this. Shall we then break your commands again, and intermarry with the peoples who commit such detestable practices? Would you not be angry enough with us to destroy us, leaving us no remnant or survivor? Lord, the God of Israel, you are righteous. We are left this day as a remnant. Here we are before you in our guilt, though because of it not one of us can stand in your presence. No doubt this amazing book of Ezra is bringing so, much, uh, so many good lessons to you and to me. And in today's reflection is Ezra 9, uh, verse 1 through 15. You know, we see how the people of God, that they were called to be a nation that will be a, a priest for the Lord, and they start to compromise. They start to marry the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Jebusites and all of those people. And, um, and not just the people in general, but even the leaders, they started to do the same putting a very bad example, but we see Ezra here, this man of God, this priest and this prophet, that he that the zeal of the Lord is in his heart, and he actually, you know, tore his, his, his tunic and cloak, and, his, and even pulled the hair of, of his head and, and beard. He was like really upset. And this is not just a, any emotional reaction, but it's more a leader that has the indignation of the Lord, and uh, out of that moment of, you know, his zeal, the people of God surrounds him. Like, and we see how key it is for us to be people leading. I mean, if you're a father or a mother or whoever, uh, leading others into this place of seeking the Lord. And, and we see how he starts to intercede. And I, this is a very important lesson of this passage, how he becomes an intercessor to pray for the people, and to even uh, take ownership. He, he wasn't saying, oh, that's their problem. He says, forgive us, Lord. He is identifying himself with the situation of the people of God. And he actually ag acknowledged that everything that is happening is a consequence of the people of God, how they depart, how they just backslid. And, and he's saying, Lord, we're not victims. This is part of the consequence of we disobeying you. And, but he always acknowledged the goodness of the Lord. He doesn't lose sight of, yeah, in spite of what we are going through, the Lord is good, and he humbled himself. Ezra was a man that 
he, he says like, Lord, you know, what can we say? I mean, we deserve what is happening. And, uh, uh, you know, the Lord was in instructing his people to be holy, to not mingle with the pagans because the Lord wanted them to do well. All of those countries and people were destroyed because of their idolatry, because of their sinfulness. And obviously the Lord gave them opportunity, but they didn't take it. So that's what the Lord uh, was uh, calling his people not to do the things that they were doing. And, uh, and as they were marrying the Canaanites and all of those people, they, they started to adopt idolatry, witchcraft, perversion, and things like that. So uh, Ezra knew, you know, this is dangerous. We, we are playing a very dangerous game as we uh, just compromise like that. But Ezra keeps humbling himself, you know, and as he's doing that, we start to see this revival, and I love it. I really love it because when you start changing, when you start drawing near to the Lord, the people around you through your example are going to, you know, start to change. Sometimes we want the other people to change, but every change starts with the Lord and with ourselves. And as we are experiencing this, you know, closeness to the Lord, people around us are going to for sure draw near to the Lord. So they start returning to the law and they, um, all of the leaders start to, you know, some of the leaders start to support the initiative, you know, and, and the, the Ezra's prayer was being answered in this chapter. Um, but he said, you know what, I'm going to keep fasting. Yes, the, the people of the Lord said, said yes, but I got to keep fasting because I just, sometimes we have just good intentions like, oh, you know what, like, we may do it. No, no. He says, like, I'm going to keep fasting. Yes, there was a good response, but let's keep praying. And we see how uh, they were gathered together and it was raining. So they were not even stopped by the conditions, you know, the, the, the weather. They say, okay, let's, you know, one of the people say, okay, we are calling to this solemn assembly and it's good to do it, but let's find a better moment. So they are even wise, you know, in, in, in the way they were wanting to manage what was happening not just out of emotion, but actually planning things really well. And they, they took a wise uh, decision. And, and obviously, obviously you, we see people opposing. You know, not everybody is going to respond the right way as you are turning your heart back, back to the Lord. Even Christian people may come against you like, hey, you know, it's okay. You could just be a good Christian and still drink or party or you know, marry a non-Christian or whatever. But no, we are called to be faithful to the Lord. So we see the importance of the community. You need to be surrounded with community that are going to encourage you to the good works like Hebrews 10, 25 says, 24 and 25. So it's going to encourage you uh, to learn the so many lessons that the Lord is pointing in this beautiful passage of Ezra. And uh, I know that you are receiving and growing and this is so beautiful keep learning and growing through the meditation of the word of the lord that is so pure and so wonderful to you and to your family too wow so so many beautiful lessons through this uh, today's passage and we understand I, I may think about three things briefly number one our commitment to the Lord. 
we're called to non-compromise. Like you don't allow yourself to go in the wrong direction. Number two, intercession. We need to be people that are before the Lord crying because that's the beginning of the change. And number three, it is important the community that is around you. So let's pray right now to see to our Heavenly Father about these uh, lessons. Father, we thank you for the so many beautiful lessons that we see in your word. Father, we receive your word. We say yes to you, Lord. We want to align not to our own ideas or whatever the trends or the culture is saying, but to what you are saying. We say yes to you, Lord. We say yes to having a community of believers around us. We, Father, decide to become also intercessors for our families, for our churches, for our nations. We ask you this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. and We will see you next time. Stepping in closer, see